And we record it. I feel weird here. Why? Oh, it's usually it's the other way around in my house. The rule, whoever Do you know is when, like, I'm not here, do you sleep on my side of the bed? Oh, I starfish. Because when you're not, like, in my bed, I'd never sleep on your side of the bed. Oh, what more for you? So just <laughs> <laughs> spread out. No, put my cushions in, then sometimes I roll over, I'm like, oh. Oh, bless you. Please don't put this in. What? I sound really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Comfort and Death and Darkness. I don't know what you want us to say. You're just pointing at us. See <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. It's episode four, so. Episode four. Hey. Okay, I wonder what the episode title is going to be this week. Episode four. <laughs> the pilot. <laughs> the pilot? That's number one. <laughs> I know, but it's taken. Although I call that the the first one. Anyway. Oh, just a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we're no longer calling the end section mental floss. Yeah. Turns out mental floss is a website. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just call it... Um, brain floss. Sure, why not? Brain floss. Let's just... Yeah, sure. Swish, swish, bish. Don't do that again. <laughs> um, so, um, what? career path do you do you remember i tried to pursue um back well over the last few years writing a book youtube yes youtube but you're writing a book as well or is that a secret that was a secret well it's not a secret anymore okay anyway <laughs> yeah silly so, goose <laughs> i tried to be a youtuber now what's like the one thing that you can easily can sorry one thing one age range you can connect with as a youtuber children children it's very easy to connect with children from the age of like i know a few children that watch stuff like does it flush yeah well, you never watched does it flush i've, I've right? never watched does it flush? i watched a 13 minute compilation video on does it flush and the amount of shit that you can flush is ridiculous but they're in america but like i don't think Milo would flush half the stuff right so he gets like a big mac Put it in the toilet and the whole thing goes. doesn't break up. The whole thing goes. But then I think if you're having a shit and it gets blocked, how the fuck does a shit get blocked but a full Big Mac goes straight down? Do you know what I mean? Because usually it's not the shit that's actually blocking it. Oh, and then the stupid arsehole buys massive jar of M&Ms and puts them down. Like, I don't have a problem with it, right? The problem that I do have with it is the amount of money this lad's spending and the amount of food that's going to waste. You realise how much money he's going to get from the yeah, YouTube revenue, right? Yeah, but that's not right? the point. It's people starving. <laughs> we'll get it when it comes out the other end. What? Mixed up M&M's. And the M&M's didn't flush, right? So we had to, like, mix them up in the water until the, like, water went, like, funny coloured. It was, like, grey and it looked... Oh, it was moving in. But yeah, guys, look it up. <laughs> Let's not plug... We're not plugging but that guy's channel. there's some kids that I know that we've been watching it and the parents have caught them, like, going with their quavers and that. Other, uh, oh, God, yeah, I didn't think of that. To the loo. When you said, what, career path, I thought you were going to say, like, do you know, when you're little, what did you want to be when you grew up? A ninja turtle. Did you? Yeah, of course I wanted to be a ninja turtle. Oh, I wanted to be an Avon lady. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love the smelly pages. <laughs> Still do. Your dad sells Avon. Anyway, um... Trump's does, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, right. Have you ever heard of a guy called Austin Jones? No. Well, Sounds like a wrestler's name. Well, I'm going to show you a picture of him. And you just tell me what your first thought comes to your mind. That he's in some sort of, like, emo rock band. <laughs> emo rock band. He's got, like, black tips and blonde tips in his hair. So he's got tips. He's got tips. <laughs> Remember when you had tips? Yeah, and they were freaking awesome. Whatever. Frosted tips, yo. Right. Former YouTube star has been sentenced to 10 years in jail after pleading guilty to... Child porn. Receiving indecent images of children. What is wrong with people? Yeah. Um, he's 26 years old Vile. and he's got around 500,000 subscribers on YouTube and he's got about 2,500,000 sorry, 2,500,000 Twitter followers. Um, both of his accounts have since been deleted, so you can't go back and watch anything that he's done. Um, but YouTube blocked his channel um, from carrying advertisements after he was arrested in 2017 following accusations of such nature. And basically what had happened was um, he admitted to um, encouraging underage girls 
think it's six, yeah, six underage girls to send him sexually explicit videos in private messages, telling some that they need to prove that they were his biggest fans. If you couldn't it's tell, disgusting. prove was in air quotes. It's like using your fame to get whatever you want. I think it's disgusting. Hmm, who can we think has done that before? The list is endless. Yeah. <laughs> um, da 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 he told some of his victims that the videos were part of a modeling com- opportunity and others that he would that would help them boost their Instagram accounts because obviously you know teenagers and like young like preteens they at the in heavily the, influenced yeah in the current age of social media yeah you, the first thing that you care about is how many likes did my post get how many followers have I got like I would have hated to grow up. Like I know a lot of people that like they'll put a photo on Instagram and then they'll take it down if they don't get enough likes. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think it's absolutely ridiculous. I get one like, and it's probably me mom, and I'll leave it up. Do you know what I mean? No, like, in fact, your mom doesn't have Instagram. No, I mean like on on Facebook or whatever. Okay. Like, my well, mom represents with the likes. I would have hated <laughs> to grow up in this day and age because I mean, cyberbullying was becoming a thing when we were just leaving. Well, when we were like in sixth form. Yeah. But it was never to the degree it's at now because we didn't have snapchat we didn't have no. twitter was still in its infancy really it was still there but it wasn't exactly as like huge as it is now mm-hmm. i think vine wasn't even a thing at that point yeah so it was it's, it's like when you see these kids getting like tinder and that and they're putting like a false age on and then oh men tinder get... has an under 18 section now That's so you can so you can like be seven there's a 17 and under section and they'll go like down the country and meet some random person it's ridiculous and then you've got like the likes of people that are getting arrested for taking underage girls home to be fair it's not really their fault because they thought they were over 18 to be in that nightclub and they shouldn't have had the fake ids and whatever but still do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, you don't know who would cite you be on with stuff like that i know like obviously the girls shouldn't have been in the nightclub in the first place but also, also the blokes like shouldn't have like a a a thing in their head that goes is this girl underage because as far as he's aware it's an 18 only club yeah well over 18 not 18 that'd be weird if it was a club that was only mm. filled with 18 year olds <laughs> lots but of sexually would, charged young adults who didn't know what the hell think, to do with themselves you wouldn't think that people like under the age of like consent would go to an iClub in the search to go home with a man who could be like the same age as their dad do you know what I mean uh, alcohol does stupid things to you and so does Rehypnol Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's that. Anyway, so that's a little bit of news I wanted to talk about today because Jesus Christ. What, we hypno? No. <laughs> fucking YouTuber, man. <sighs> I just don't understand why you get all this fame. People work their asses off. I, I worked my ass off for like three years and I think I got about 800 subscribers mm-hmm. in three years. I, I did chop and change what I was doing every year so i think at first i started out doing like a movie review thing and a video game review thing then i started doing like what i'm doing here creepy videos and then i went back to the reviews and it didn't really work and you had reaction videos with me and that's when you got the most views yeah because because of me only because your friends watched it no and then shared it no you got other people sending stuff saying that that you bullied us (laughs) i didn't bully you no but the bloke said you did did, wait for the record. Did I bully you? He always bullies me. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> Please actually state for the record that I don't bully you. I'm the total victim. There's a reason this is in the comedy section of iTunes. <laughs> 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 what the fact that my life is a joke because we get bullied. But please uh, stop. Please, please, because people are going to start really thinking this is true. You said you said that you bullied us because the way that you talked to us and your attitude, and you kept cutting us off and like belittling us. That's what he said. That's probably true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise? I don't know. I'm trying to cry, but it came out wrong. Please don't put that in. That sounded awful. I'm putting that in because it was amazing. Right, so. I've just checked the emails. We don't have any emails for the question I put out we last week. We are so week. unpopular. Um, nah, I just don't think anyone's decided to email in yet. You should have got Olivia to send you a random one. Well, I could have done that. But a random one? is a question, man. Were you not listening last week? Oh, you were too tired, that's why. I was very tired last week. I went straight to bed afterwards. Let's have a quick look. Do, 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 do. Yep, no emails. Uh, so I'll just read it. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah,
Um, Looney Tunes back in action. This is doubtful. <laughs> I'll just reiterate what I said last week. We want to know what your what the most creepy thing to ever happen to you was. Can be, you know, suspend disbelief. It could be, you know, you think there was a ghost, you think there was a spirit, a demon, or you can think that, oh, like, oh, I think I saw a serial killer at some point, or maybe you were abducted. It doesn't I don't know. count if you've watched Game of Thrones and seen a woman give birth to a demon ghost thing. You mean vagina spirit? Yes, <laughs> that does not count. <laughs> so yeah, email in cidadpodcast at gmail.com, cidadpodcast at gmail.com. I'll spell it out. It's just the beginning letters of the podcast, followed by podcast. How are you, Olivia? Send us something, will you? <laughs> I know you too, Adam. Listening. And Kev, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't hear you. You hear me though. So today, I want to talk about killers. Well, you're not going to say what your creepiest thing was. No, I want to save it for like another time. Okay. I might do it. You not had like a few creepy things. Oh, I've had a few creepy things. Well, well you may as well just mention one an episode then. I'll do it at the end. Alright. Suspense. <laughs> not really. Not interested. Uh huh. Yeah, you were just mean. So I wanted, uh, the question I posed to Charlie was, can she find a creepy um, story that involved video cameras in any shape or form? Can you get triangle video cameras like? Well, said any shape. You can get, <laughs> you can get the fisheye ones. Yeah. <laughs> right. So do you want to go first or shall I go first? You can go first. I will go first. All right, so. <coughs> Brains before beauty. <laughs> yeah, you just said I'm smarter than you, and that's fine by me. So, the first one today that we're doing preface. What? Preface. 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 The preface. What, when you open the book and it's like a preface? It's a preface. <laughs> what was a preface? <laughs> Is it not? Preface. preface it sounds like a little crevice so, uh, alright so at the end of nice. at the end of a word is it a suffix what a suffix alright <laughs> preface alright preface it's, it's, it's a, to the story it's the pre of the face of the book it's pronounced preface this is staying in <laughs> right so preface <laughs> <laughs> I, this is the first, one of the first times that I've been researching a story. And again, I did this on YouTube. I've been doing this for the podcast for a few weeks. This is the first time I've researched a story. It's so like me, 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 me. Shut up. (laughs) This is the first time I've researched a story and I felt genuinely sick at the end of, like, looking everything up. God. And that'll become apparent. I've just had me dinner, man. Yeah, nah, me too. This will become very apparent as to why when we get to the end of the story. Alright, so here we go. Settling, folks. This is going to get nasty. Alright, so... This whole thing has been nicknamed... Dnipropetrovsk Maniacs. I've probably just butchered that name. So I'm... There's a shorthand for that that place. It's Dnipro. So I'm going to say the Dnipro Maniacs. So the people involved in this were... Viktor Sayenko, Igor Sopronyuk... And to a lesser extent... Alexander Hanza... Um, and if you couldn't tell by the names already, this took place in the Ukraine. So back in 2007, it became known to the public that someone out there was killing people at any time of the day. So evening, morning, afternoon, any time, broad daylight, they were killing them in places where you could have been witnessed. Um, and the targets were completely random. So it didn't matter who you were, they weren't targeting anyone specific, you could have been a target. Um, and there was never any See, motive. That's what I don't understand. Why? Oh. Do you know, like, like my brain just can't comprehend. Like when people, like I don't understand why people just kill people for no reason. Like innocent people. Well, that's like, my next point. Actually, just sick. My next point is, there was never any motive other than the fact that they were just pure evil. So by the time that Sopranyak, Sienko, and Hansa were arrested. 21 innocent people had been senselessly murdered and countless other lives ruined in turn. Disgusting. So, um, a big serial killer trait to look out for is the killing of... Animals. Animals. Usually they start off with animals and then progress up to, you know, the bigger picture. 
Lions. <laughs> no. Whales. No. Whales are big. I meant people. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but whales and, are bigger than people. Oh my god. Killing animals was a loved hobby of Sayenko and Sopranyak. Are we top of the food chain? Yes. Thought so. Don't know how you know? Because we are the only creatures on Earth that observe Shark Week. Sharks don't even observe Shark Week. Because they're in it. Exactly. But they don't observe... No, no <laughs> other thing on Earth observes Shark Week. <laughs> Thanks, Joel McHale, for that line. Alright, so it should be noted here that Hansa didn't actually take part in any of the murders. Um... Despite what, like, he did get arrested and, like, found guilty of something, but it wasn't murder. So he was not there for the whole ordeal. Um, did this all happen in one night? Um, you'll find out. So on June 25th, 2007, they started their spree. Twenty, uh, Sorry, 33-year-old Ekaterina Ilchenko passed by Sopriniak and Sienko before Sopriniak... Turned around, ran after her, and nailed her over the head with a plastic bag-covered hammer. What the hell? She was described as being unrecognisable when she was later found by her mother. Jesus. Mm. They'd have to pull, like, dental records and stuff. And if she had any teeth left. Mm. Within two hours, they had killed their next victim, who was asleep on a park bench opposite the local prosecutor's office. Jesus. So they were bold as fuck. Um, He... Roman Tetrovich was also unrecognisable at the end of it. By July 1st of 2007, the death count had doubled as they killed two more people in the neighbouring town of Novokomeskovsk. Novokomeskovsk. I think I butchered that. What country is this, sorry? Ukraine. Five days later, three more were killed um, back in Dnipro this time, one of which being a mother of three and a wife to a disabled husband. Christ. Yep, they were all bludgeoned to death, all three of the, the victims. Was the motive behind that one? Nope. One day, later, mm, one day later, on July 7th, two 14-year-old boys were attacked, with one running off while the other one was unfortunately murdered. The murdered boy was named Andrei Sidyuk. So they don't even care about age either? Nope, not at all. And the escapee was named Vadim Lyakov. They're really messed up in the head, these people. Annoyingly, Lyakov was at first arrested on suspicion of murdering his friend, um, Andrei, um, and obviously the police interrogated him, and they repeatedly denied his right to counsel, so he wasn't allowed a, a lawyer of any kind, mm-hmm. um, and they also were beating him up to try and get answers out of him. Mm-hmm. He was 14 years old and the police were beating him up. Jesus After a while, the, the investigators realised that it was another crime of the maniacs, and um, they had Vadim sit down with a sketch artist. And the sketch is the evidence that would finally put the nail in the coffin as to who the maniac identities were. However, before being apprehended, they would go on to claim a hell of a lot more people. So the next victim was a cancer survivor. Five days after that. Two days after they killed a cancer survivor, they killed a woman on a scooter and then made off with the scooter... As locals actually gave chase. But they didn't catch them. They kept killing until July 16th. All of the victims were completely random. Ranging from children to the elderly. And they always used blunt objects. Directing the blows to the faces. Not the head. The faces. Some were tortured and mutilated. With one victim being a pregnant woman. Having the fetus cut out of her womb. What the hell? What the hell is right? It's absolutely awful. It's worse than that. There's not a word to describe these people. I could think of a few. <laughs> they were arrested on July 23rd as they tried to spell... Sorry, as they tried to spell... As they tried to sell a phone belonging to one of their victims to a pawn shop. They were trying to get about 300 US dollars, that's how much it like, equated to at the time, for it when the broker turned it on to check if it was working. And as soon as it turned it on, the police able to find out where they were and they were actually arrested at the cash register that's quick, some isn't it? snappy police work isn't it they must have just had people sitting waiting for it again it must them. have been yeah um so there was a reportedly around two thousand investigators working on this case at one point or another 
with a special task force operating out of Kiev, and the investigator and the investigation was initially kept secret with no information or warnings released. That's just stupid. Yep. So only way people knew this was happening was word of mouth. Terrible. So this could just go down as a normal as any other regular, you know, su- uh, serial killer case. Mm-hmm. What do you think makes this case so significant though? Was why it is it caught internet- on camera? Why is it internet famous? Because it was caught on camera. They had a habit of photographing and videoing their morbid hobby. Did they upload it on YouTube? And one of the videos accidentally leaked to the internet. Oh dear. It's incredibly graphic, and I don't recommend anybody actually watch it. Could you watch it? But it's called Three Guys, One Hammer, for any of these that do watch it. Have you seen it? Mega warning. Have you seen it? Yes, I have seen it. I saw it, just a little thing for me and you, for, for everybody out there. If you were to search on YouTube, Jake, funny spankwire reaction, you'd get a video of me and Charlie reacting to a shock video that had been uploaded to a porn website. And this is a video from like probably about eight years ago that we watched this. Yeah, probably. So around about the same time, a big thing to do on the internet around about the same time was to upload reactions to shock videos or shock images or shock websites. And one of the things was the video we watched. Another one was three guys, one hammer. And I never had the guts to watch it at the time until um, a buddy of mine who was in my ICT class sent me a link and said, if you can watch this to the end, there's something wrong with you. And I turned it off after about a minute. It was horrible. I cannot for the life of me find the, the long version that I watched back then. But you literally can just search three guys, one hammer on Google and it is there. It's like the sixth result down. Wait, are you actually going to watch it? I'm not going to watch it. I'm just going to see if that's correct. Okay. Three guys, one hammer. Yep. Yep, it is the third result. Three guys, one hammer. Three men ruthlessly torment their victim before murdering them. Right. Now, what you just said there, three guys ruthlessly torment a victim. Yeah, obviously I didn't play the video. I don't want to see it. It's not three. It's only two. But he's the third one. But technically the guy who being attacked is the third one. The leaked video contained the death of the cancer survivor. Is it a man? It's a man. It's a man, yeah. 48-year-old Sergei Yatzenko. So I can't confirm some of the stuff that I've written down here because I got it from a website called Mm horrorgalore.com. Because as I said, I can't find the long video that I watched ages ago. But that that one that you just found there, the third result on on Google, was um, the shorter version. So at one point you can see Saprinyuk looking around at cars through binoculars and posing with a hammer concealed in a yellow plastic bag. About 20 minutes go by before Yatzenko turns up riding a motorbike. He's then knocked off the motorbike and dragged into the woods just by the roadside. So that little like thumbnail you saw for that video? Yeah. There's a road just beside it. A main road. And then this is where I've seen from. That I can remember anyway. It's absolutely fucking sickening. The mm-hmm. thing that I've seen. He's on his back in the woods. And he's getting whacked repeatedly in the face. With a hammer. And you see his face go from dazed and confused. To an absolute just mess. It's horrifying. The mess that's left at the end. And, and that's where I felt sick. Stood over it, see, told you. Yep, there's a, you search it on, you, on, on Google Images. The first thing you find is a still frame. Not even a still frame, that's a photograph of him standing over the dead body. Um, There's some of them smiling with like a dead cat and stuff. Yeah, these guys were sick. Um, The attacker that's recording the whole thing then starts stabbing him with a screwdriver. Are you actually watching it? I don't really want to. Well, don't. I'm not, do you know what? I'm not going to because I would feel sick. See, I did feel sick. So the attacker like that's sick just seeing the thumbnail. So the attacker that's recording this whole thing then starts stabbing him with a screwdriver in the torso, and he stabs it like a bunch of times, like too many to count, and then stabs him in the eye. On a subtitled version of the uh, of the video, 
One of them is said to have said that the victim was having a very bad day. Just casually says, you're having a bad day, aren't you? And they marveled at one another how they didn't know how he was alive for as long as he was. They couldn't believe it because they had stabbed his exposed brain with the screwdriver. And he was still alive. He was still going. So they kept on going and then eventually he did die. Which made us feel really sad. Yeah. He's then given one almighty blow to the back of the skull. Which made us feel like angry as well. Like... And that ensured his death. One swing to the skull ensured his death. I was just fucking horrified, livid. Like, just, I felt horrible. Like I said at the beginning of this, preface, I felt horrible when I was researching this. But I kept going. This makes it worse. Yet Zenko had been on the way to see his grandchild when he was attacked. His wife was concerned when he didn't show up, when he said he was going to show up, and called for someone to go and look out for him, fearing that he'd had a motorbike accident. Um, but in Ukraine, he can't file a missing persons case until 72 hours of them being missing. Jesus, that's, that's, a, that's if, a long time. It's like a child's been taken, it could be out of the country and everything. Long gone. So Yatsenko's wife put up a missing port, like missing photos, photos. I said posts and photos at the same time, by herself, um, the day after he disappeared, and a local man showed up after seeing one of the posters, telling her that his bike had been abandoned in a local dump nearby. He then took them to the bike, and they found his mutilated and decomposing body very close to it. After him, twelve more were killed totaling 21 deaths. So after their arrest, their phones were found to have photos of them attending the funerals of their victims Jesus. and flipping off the headstones once everyone was gone. That's awful. So like, I, it's one thing to kill someone, but it's another thing to go to their funeral, see their, family, that see their families, and just stick their middle finger up and not even know these people. And not even not even care. This is the definition of pure evil, I feel. Yep. At the trial, the prosecutors did not establish a motive, but a few within the justice system said, quote, We think they were doing this as a hobby to have a collection of memories when they get old. And another said, For these young men, murder was like entertainment or hunting. Mm. So at the trial... Um, again, at the trial, it was found that some of their photos contained captions. One of the captions said, The weak must die, the strongest will conquer. It should also be noted that Soprinyuk shared a birthday with who? Who do you think he shared a birthday with? Think of someone horrible from history. Hitler. Adolf Hitler. And he even draws attention to this in a video, and in a separate video, he draws swastikas in blood, and throws Nazi salutes. Probably thinks he's Hitler reincarnated. He probably does. The defence team, so the people who are defending these sick fucks, um, one of the lawyers was Sayenko's father. He tried everything, from questioning investigators, claiming illegal searches had been carried out, improperly kept records, problems during questioning, a conspiracy-style cover-up, and even said that there was doctoring of evidence. He tried everything to make his son get away with murder. During a presentation of over 300 photos and two videos, the defence claimed that the evidence had been obtained in an illegal fashion and it had been digitally altered to, res to resemble the suspects. The suspects, Sienko and Soprinyuk, were then asked if they can identify the people, the two boys, in the photos and they both said no mm -hmm. the judge then said you are not blind <laughs> <laughs> love that judge um a video and film editing expert then said that none of the evidence was fake and none of it had been digitally altered on february 11th 2009 igor sopranyak and victor Sayenko was sentenced to life in prison for premeditated murder. Alexander Hansa was sentenced to nine years for robbery and said that if he had known the atrocities that these two were capable of, then he wouldn't have gone near them at a gunpoint. So he could have held a gun to his head 
and told him to go up to these two and he would have said no. That's what he was saying. He had no idea they were doing this. He was just with them when they robbed people or when they stole things from shops. So he got nine years for that. Um, in fact, that means he's out this year. No, last year. He got out last year. If that's the case. Yeah. Unless he did something bad mm-hmm. and got more time. But, um, and the last point I've actually written here, which I really need to track down. There's a Chilean doctor. So in Chile, nowhere else, Chile, there was a documentary made for a, cha- for a channel called Mega entitled Los Maniacos del Matillo. The Hammer Maniacs. It's notable for it containing a lot of unseen footage and images throughout the trial. So I really want to track down this, um, that documentary, and obviously watch it subtitled, to see if, you know, it is as hard-hitting as it sounds. But, yeah, that is the story of the Dnipro Maniacs. Horrifying, isn't it? And I've got the death sentence. Don't have it in Ukraine. Damn it. But they're never getting out. Absolutely horrible. Ukraine's one of the places where horrible, life means life. Horrible little people. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there's a video Disgusting. of... There's a picture of them. It's easily found on the internet where there's a selfie taken. And by your mind, at the time, there wasn't... Selfie cameras weren't exactly widespread yet. Where they, So they've actually turned the phone around and took a picture that way of them with the grave in the background of one of the victims. And then there's him with the the headstone is there and they're still filling in the grave with a digger and he's just holding up his, his middle finger to the to the headstone disgusting mm-hmm. pure evil evil incarnate Adolf Hitler reborn effed up in the head you shouldn't say fucked <laughs> my little sister watches this I did swear at the beginning and I apologise <laughs> I'll give a shit right so <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet. Even though yours is probably just as, you know, horrifying the fact that someone died, um, I'm gonna bet it's still a little bit less like hot. Yeah, it is. A little bit light, lighter hearted. Yep. So why don't you go ahead? So, this was caught on a CCTV camera, um, and it was a cold-blooded murder which took place in San Jose. San Jose, California. Um. So it was a murder of forty-one-year-old. Tach Tieth Dien Diong. Sorry, what did you just say? Tach Tieth Dien Diong. I'm going to guess he was Vietnamese. We're going to roll with that then. <laughs> so, on December 5th, 2014. Duong. Duong? Is that how you would pronounce it? I would say Duong. Duong. Um, he had a blue checky shirt on, on the CCTV camera, and he was stood outside... Of when the I wa- Golden King Cafe. I wear a blue checky shirt for work. Um, talking to someone, when two men calmly walked up near him, mm-hmm. and then one decided to turn a gun on him, shoot him. The other one, and then next to him, then pulls out a gun, and then they shot. They basically shoot him to death outside the cafe. Jesus. But there was no motive behind it that anyone knows of. Um. Alright, so we have just both found out two found two murders or two sets of murderers where they have no motive. Well there could be a motive. Ooh. But it's not been confirmed because it's never been solved. Oh damn You so, like your unsolved stuff, don't you? Not really. This is a lot, to be honest. <laughs> You've done like three or two at this point. Um so it was in front of the Golden King Cafe, which has since been closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of four similar unsolved killin- killings that targeted victims that are associated with Vietnamese coffee houses. Do you know why? Let's think. It can't be because of the Vietnam War, because that's nope. statute of limitations probably passed on that. Um, can't be the coffee beans. Nah, can't be the coffee. The coffee's too good. Die. Um, so I'm going to say either drugs or guns. So, because there's been nude dancers, prostitution and illegal gambling going on inside. So a coffee shop is actually a strip club. Yeah. Or a brothel. Then when you go to Amsterdam you get coffee shops that sell like weed brownies. Um, it's legal there so who gives a shit. So another linked video um, shows it's at the Bonmuk Cafe 
I think it's called. It shows a video of a man going in and then he goes out of sight of the camera and all you see is dust flying like back into the camera um, from the gunshot um, and the bullet and then you see the killer running away holding the handgun and that was in March 2015. What the hell? But police do reckon that they're all linked because that's another Vietnamese coffee house. Um, so in 2016... Police shared the videos to try and get more tips and information on like witnesses to come forward and try mm-hmm. and find what it is. But if in doubt, turn it to the public. They've really speculated that it's gang related. It has to be. Um, but like, how scary it'd be just to talking to someone and then be murdered or have the person that you're talking to be murdered out of nowhere. So wait, going back to the first one, he was just yeah. standing talking he was to just a person. Standing talking to someone in the what? It's basically an ex- execution style of killing, really. Killing them that close of range. and it ensures that you're not going to miss. Yeah, and him being a victim that's under complete physical control from them, from their behalf. Yeah. Because he's got no option of resistance or escape. Wait. Just think about that when you're walking down like a city centre or in a shopping centre. Think about how many people brush past you or how many people are so close to you. Anyone could then just suddenly turn around. Actually, going back to the Dnipro maniacs, that's what they did to um, one of the women. She walked past them, or no, it was just she was going past them on a bike, and as she went past them, um, they quickly turned around, grabbed her, killed her, and then made off with her bike. That's awful. Here's the video. Oh, you got the video. Okay. What? If they're gonna show it again. So he's literally just standing there, talking to someone. Two people walk up. Jesus! He that literally, one pulls a gun as well. he literally just goes up beside him and, at arm's length, pulls out a gun and just shoots him in the back of the head. So, these Vietnamese coffee houses had been investigated, had been by police and reporters alike. Yeah. They had been found to have had strippers and prostitutes and. What was it drugs? Yeah. No, Go- I don't think it said no drugs. Drunk, but probably. Mm. Probably gambling. Well, it said illegal gambling. Did it? Okay. So, all this is going on, and then just someone comes out of nowhere and shoots him in the back of the... Shoots one of the guys... Was he the manager? Miss no, Duong? didn't say. So, he just worked there, or... I don't even there. know if he worked there. He might have just been a guest. Someone who just Jesus a customer. Christ. I, I can't understand. And judging by the like what they were wearing, I'll post a video of not a video, a, a photo of what they were wearing in the companion post. Um, judging by what they were wearing, they were trying to be as inconspicuous as possible. Didn't account for the CCTV camera, or just didn't friggin' care, because they were walking straight towards it. Yeah. So it's not like, man. Bloody hell. Literally. It's mental, that like. Dude. <laughs> and all is wrong with the world. Yep. Man. Well, that's gone a lot quicker than I thought it was going to go. Might need to pad this out a little bit. Once... And now Jake will recite Shakespeare. Now is the winter of our discontent. I knew you were going to do Richard III. Made glorious summer by this son of York. I know that soliloquy off by heart. I'll do the whole thing. Um, right, well, before we go into the mental floss. No, brain we're not holding floss. that anymore. Yes, brain floss. Before we go into brain floss. Um, I'll do one of my creepiest things that's ever happened. I just want to do the both. Because you only briefly mentioned yours. Did I mention it at all? Yeah, you said uh, that there was something walked across the road. Yeah. That's all you really said. That is and that I was there. So. Yeah. Do you say yours first, and then I'll say mine. So basically, me and Jake were driving home from McDonald's. Shock. As usual. Shock. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how long ago was this? Because this was I back when you had your remember. polo. That was like my first car, so that would have been like eight, seven or eight years ago. Yeah, it was two cars ago, so. Um. But. We were driving and I could have sworn I seen like a woman dressed in like whitish clothes running across the road. So I slammed my brakes on and just waited. And then you were like, what the hell? It was especially weird for me because 
obviously I'm sitting there with all the food, trying to make sure it doesn't fall over. And then I look over to you, and your face went, because I'm, I'm still look, I'm looking at you because I'm talking to you. And your face went from, please shut up, I don't want to talk to you, to, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. That's literally what your face went like, yeah. in like a split second. And I look at you, and there's a split second where you don't answer us. Yeah. You, I was, I was like, just eyes I was like, focused in the middle of the road when yeah. the car was still. And I was like, what was that? You don't answer for a couple, like a, a few beats. And then you just go, I don't know why I did that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. He said, I don't know why I slammed my brakes on. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. And then when we got home, that's when he went, I think I saw someone walking across the road dressed in white. But then, obviously, when I've done a double take, there was nobody there. So I thought, well, that's stupid. Luckily, there was no cars behind me or anything like that. No, so you didn't. Really there was no. Late at night. Yeah, but still, it was creepy because you you were just silent the rest of the way home, and you played with your food more than ate it. <laughs> and you still ate it, but you played with it a little bit longer than normal. <laughs> so. Well, I do like to play with my food the way I eat food. It's very strange, apparently. <laughs> you mash up cake, man. It tastes better when you mash it. <laughs> So should say you eat a Mars bar, man. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> eat about... all the chocolate off, then the nugget. Nougat. And then the caramel, and then you eat the chocolate from that bit. <laughs> it's like eating a Twix. No, you eat it. Yeah, it ends off a Twix, and then you drink your tea through it. And then you bite that off, and then you bite the biscuit. <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about one of the things that's happened to me. I've had many things happen to me. Um, I'll do two because they're quite minor. Um, one of them was. At work, when you go out the back, there's like a little office off to the side. And then behind that, there's a stock room. So I walk past, and in my peripheral vision, I saw my manager in the in the manager, in the, in the office. So I went into the, into the stock room, and I noticed it was an absolute pigsty. Like, people had just destroyed it. And one of the management team then came in and said, yeah, you can just stay in here because it's just absolutely abysmal. So just just have your way with it. And then I went, oh, cool, well, I just need to ask the manager something. And she looks at us and goes, the manager's not here. I was like, uh, I think you find he is. He's in, the, he's in there. She went, no. She pulled us out of the stock room, took us to the rotor, and pointed saying, he's not scheduled to be in today. I went to the office, and there was no manager in there. Yet I could have sworn I saw the top of his head. And the, the chairs were out of the way, so you couldn't see them as you walked past. So it wasn't as if I mistook the top of a chair for his hair. Yeah. So for some reason, I thought that my manager was in there when he wasn't. And Strange. <laughs> again, another thing that happened at work. I was down in the second stockroom, which is underground. And very few people know where it is. Even people who I work with still don't know where it is. And I was just, you know... Sitting at the end of the aisle, I, I set up a box, I was sitting, I was unboxing things. Sitting on a toilet. I was sitting on a box. Sitting on a toilet. Sitting on a box. And flush. <laughs> I've not heard that for ages. But yeah, you just suddenly said it. <laughs> um, So, obviously, I'm tagging stuff, I'm putting it on the shelves. And then I'm just throwing the cardboard behind us into a pile, and then I'll deal with that later. So I stand up, and as I'm about to go and do the cardboard... There's someone standing at the end of the aisle, like leaning their head round. So I ran, thinking, "What the? F- like, who's this? Like, is this Kev or is this like someone else I work with?" So I ran towards them. No one there. That's weird. I looked down the aisles. I looked down the the, the long corridor, which is like you can see from end to end. Well, at the time you could see from end to end that doors after that. There's no one there at all. That's so bizarre. Yeah, which. My brain does this all the time. I'll look out the corner of my eye and I'll be like, right, my brain is currently associating with what I'm seeing in my peripheral vision with someone crouching and staring at me. And then I'll look at the place where I'm thinking I'm seeing this and I'm like, nope, that's just the light bouncing off something and making it seem like it's moving or it's it's taking on the shape of something else. So from now on, I operate under the the assumption the brain sees what it wants to see. Mm -hmm. So if you see... A person in the middle of the road wearing white, or a person in an office, or a person at the end of a stock room, 
that's just your brain seeing what it wants to see. So for you, Charlie, you could have just seen a little flash of light and it made you associate with a woman walking across the road dressed in white. Yep. Um, that is by far not the creepiest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to give an example for the listeners. Ooh, my voice sort of cracked a little bit there. Um, but yeah, email in what the creepiest thing that's ever happened to you was c-i-d-a-d-podcast at gmail.com c-dad-podcast at gmail.com it's just the beginning letters of every word of the podcast followed by the word podcast at gmail.com <laughs> um so yeah brain floss what have we been doing to distract from all the murder and death and darkness you probably want to watch a football I'd like to go watch the football yes Liverpool versus Barcelona 3-0 down Liverpool they need a miracle they need to score 4 four goals 4-0 4 goals 4-0 yeah they need to win 4 nil. they need <laughs> to score 4 goals they've done it before yeah. bear in mind it was under Rafa Benitez mm. but well, they beat us the other day hey we we, held, we hung high with them yeah. we kept comp- we were competing with technically top of the range <laughs> the best team in Britain second best depending on how you look at the table I think they're like, what, one point behind Man City? So, yeah. I think they can end the season on 97 points. So if we can very almost draw slash beat with a team in the Premier League that can end the season on 97 points, I think that means we deserve a good... be okay. Yeah, I think we need a budget, though. Yeah. Like, Ashley, I know you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) But you need... To either give Rafa... Like, I don't understand. He gave Steve McLaren so much money and it was wasted. Give it to Rafa and he will give you Champions League. <laughs> I swear it. Ugh. Anyway. Just sell a few more Sports Direct mugs, hon. You'll be happy. He doesn't sell them. They go for free. Sell they go some... for free? Yeah, you get them free with all your deliveries. Yeah. How do you think you got one when I bought you that Barcelona shirt? Oh, thanks. Honestly, it comes through with every order. Well, I've got you an extra present, a sports direct. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not going to lie, they're pretty big mugs. You can get some decent sized coffees you put in your there. You don't like soup in them? You don't like soup. You do like soup. You like tomato soup. That's the only soup there is. It's the worst soup. It's the best soup. It's you just stick us so much, say, crusty bread. Anyway, what have we done this week? We've seen. What movie did we see yesterday? Book smart. Yeah, that was a good. That was actually a good movie. Yeah, it was funny. It was uh, definitely aimed at like the Mean Girls crowd. Six people walked out. Yep, six people walked out. Which is I, not usual. Which is not like unusual for a screening scene. Though. Yeah. Oh yeah, we should have said that. It was a movie screening where you go in and you don't know what you're seeing until it's on. But they went. They left quite a ways into the film. Unless they had their last bus. <laughs> <laughs> why would you go to the movies come on Mary last train's coming in why would you go I don't you know go? why they're from Doncaster <laughs> go on Mary let's go back to Donny <laughs> like that's I don't understand why you'd go see a movie if that was the case though unless you thought it was going to be an hour long movie well that's they expected it to be something different mm, but the, again they left halfway through it so it's not like they, like, they well, saw it and left so, to be fair if it was crap I would leave because we've nah. got limitless cards. So. I wouldn't leave. Well, I'll meet you in the car. <laughs> I'd give it a chance all the way through. I mean, I think the worst screen on scene we've been to was probably. Thank you for calling. How may I help you? No, it wasn't. Oh, Mindhorn! It was Mindhorn. Mindhorn was, was the brilliant. The worst film I've seen. Let's jinga! That in the room. <laughs> all right. We didn't see the room on screen and scene. No, but that's another mo- worst movie I've ever seen. Shut your dirty mouth! The Room is one of the greatest films ever created. Sure. It's awful, but it's brilliant. It's so bad. It's so good. <laughs> Let's have a drink of whiskey and vodka mixed together. But you know I don't drink. Five minutes later. I'm so wasted. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's oh, just it's like, so what good. the hell? I did not hit her. I did not hit her. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. I was going to say, oh, hi, Tom. But that was the wrong name. No, no. That's, that, that's the next line. 
was it? Yeah. So it's oh hi Mark. Oh hi Tom. Oh hi Tom. <laughs> like everyone in that movie greets each other with oh hi name. <laughs> it's called the room, but it's not just filmed in one room. Oh, it is. But it's not. It's each room is one set. Each set is one. Is it's just one room. And you know you're in for a good film when every single thing at the beginning says, written by Tommy Wiseau, directed by Tommy Wiseau, executive produced by Tommy Wiseau. Write the theme tune, <laughs> sing the theme tune. <laughs> Funny enough, that character actually from Little Britain actually looks like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe that's what they based it off. <laughs> Little Britain? Yeah. No, no, I mean, Little Britain based oh, it off right. that movie. Maybe. <laughs> Ah, uh, anyway, Booksmart was actually good. Go see it. It's not the best movie in the world, but it was very funny. And made it, Jake feel good afterwards. I felt so good. It was a nice feel-good movie, even though there's like a bit of like, oh, it like towards the end. But it makes you feel real good. Real good. Soppy section of the podcast. All right, so let's end this. So thank you much for watching. If you want to listen to us in any other place, you can get us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and Stitcher. I also tried to add with a tune in as well, but I don't know about that yet. So maybe tune in. Um, there's a website as well where it shows that we're on a lot of pod, like a lot of websites that I didn't even know where we're. So I think one of them's called Podknife or, or Podcut. I don't know. Um, so yeah, you can get one all those. Don't forget to email in your responses to the creepiest thing that's ever happened to you. Cdadpodcast at gmail.com. Kev's is probably going to be like, every time I'm at work, Jake scares me. I mean, that will be a good one. Um, but no, he's done a lot of urban exploring. Like a lot of urban exploration. And he so takes nice pictures. I've he seen. does take nice pictures as well. He takes some creepy pictures as well. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of hoping that he sends something in. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. I have been Jake. I have been Charlie with my pitchfork. Why did you go with that accent? I don't know. Let's try it again. I have been Jake. I have been Charlie. You're just taking the piss now. It's offensive, really. It's offensive. It's so, so offensive. offensive. That's a mood. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what that means, do you? No. That's a mood. That's a mood. Mm. Oh yeah, there's a social media as well. Instagram is at Comfort in Death and Darkness, and Twitter is at Comfort in DD. So, let's get out of here. Let's jump in the D to watch. Bye bye. Bye bye. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the dead bite. Down, down, down. I love that song. Maybe. <laughs>